Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today, we are going to be talking about the benefits of salt. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay, so we decided to research... Well, really, the inspiration was from salt caves, right? Like salt, salt caves, rooms. Salt lamps, like the Himalayan right. salt. And then we talked about like ocean salt as well. I looked up, so I looked up stuff about the salt lamps, some stuff about swimming in the ocean, and then consuming sea salt. So oh. just like sea salt. Well, is Himalayan salt sea salt, or is that different? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just about salt. Salt salt therapy, I guess, is what yeah. we looked into. Yeah. Well, so I looked into most... Okay, it's divided into two categories, like dry and wet, mm, basically, okay. is what I found, but it sounds similar to what you were doing. Okay. It's interesting because actually last night I had happy hour with some friends and one of them had just gotten her nose pierced and we were having this conversation around when I got my nose pierced, they said, don't swim in any natural bodies of water for like, I don't know, a while, like a month or something. And I had my scuba diving um, certification thing scheduled for like two weeks from then in the ocean. Well, yeah, it was like a trip to Mexico. Like Uh I had to, I was going no matter what. But what happened is my nose actually started to kind of get infected before I went. And then after spending like three days swimming in the Hmm. ocean, it actually like it cleared up and then it was like perfectly healed after that. Hmm. So I think just like immersing yourself in the salt water. And I think it depends. Like obviously if you're in like night, like good salt water, then like. Well, I have some info on the sea salt. So there's people, I mean, there's, I saw this term for it that this guy like back in the 1700s was like if you drink sea if you drink seawater and like benefits of like all these health benefits of drinking really i thought it was really bad for you yeah i think that that was like not (laughs) not good advice but people think that seawater has more benefits because it's higher in minerals including sodium chloride sulfate magnesium and calcium and a lot of people associate like swimming in the sea with benefits for like skin conditions like psoriasis Mm -hmm. and eczema yeah but it's really interesting like this whole thing with the salt there's so many different claims that are like not backed by anything so for psoriasis there has been like positive a positive correlation but people also say like the sun exposure Mm -hmm. is really good for psoriasis too so it's really hard to tell and then for eczema it's really variable like some people found it good for their eczema and then some people found it like painful yeah and then but there is 
some research to suggest that people have better respiratory systems whenever they're around the salt and the ocean, like Mm -hmm. people who live near it. Yeah. So that's what I found just in general about breathing salty air. It says Mm -hmm. is considered an alternative treatment for asthma, chronic bronchitis and allergies, Mm. as well as like smoking related symptoms. So people who are smokers who like Mm. have a cough, shortness of breath or wheezing, that breathing salty air is supposed to help with that. And then same thing. I found as you as the skin conditions and I actually have found that I remember when I was a teenager like my acne would be better in the summer when I was like in the sun sun and swimming so yeah I've personally experienced that as well and then there also are some claims that are not backed up by research at all but just anecdotal that breathing salty air also helps with depression and anxiety Mm. I think that there's also like we talked about that in the blue, our podcast about blue, mm-hmm. that it could also be related to just like being near nature and like right being. There's all these other yeah. variables yes. like the sunshine, nature, mm-hmm. probably a more laid back lifestyle mm-hmm. too. Like you're not as stressed about things in those. Yeah. Like when you're by the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so there's like a lot of different factors, but. But I didn't come across anything that it's like antibacterial or cleansing. But even though people say like use like after you get your molars or your wisdom teeth taken out like you're gargle. supposed to do salt water mm-hmm. salt water gargle i didn't Same, research yeah. anything about that or the reason I didn't, why i didn't either but that is something like you are supposed to like clean with salt water like piercings mm-hmm. and stuff so yeah there's something to it yeah. i'm not sure what nothing, it is i don't know why anything Nothing came up. up. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. Well, we'll have to research that specifically. But so do you want to do I think I have a lot more on salt lamps, but I have some quick info on consuming sea salt because I know some people think that like it might be healthier to like replace your regular table salt with sea salt. So I just wanted to talk about that really quick that there's so we've talked about there's more like minerals in sea salt but there's not really a lot of evidence to conclude that can like switching it out is going to have any like major effect yeah and there's research that says like of course you need salt like salt is healthy for you but I really don't think there's anyone that's like salt deficient (laughs) like (laughs) I mean unless you're like eating really strict and like not putting salt but I yeah, otherwise yeah. there's plenty of salt. However, who was oh, yeah, one of my friends the other day, she had this kind of like you, this massive thing of water that she takes mm-hmm. around with her. And I was like, you know, just be careful cuz like if you drink an insane amount of water every day, you're going to not have enough salt in your system, yeah. you know, and that's actually like dangerous. Yeah. So. Especially I think if you live in certain climates, like I don't remember which like maybe where it's really humid and hot, you need more. Yeah, salt. totally. Because you're like excreting it yeah. from sweat, mm. you know, so you have to replenish yeah. it. But but yeah, I think I just want to say that there's not like a t- really any evidence to support that like switching Himalayan salt for your table salt is going to really like change your Yeah, I think it's probably just more about like, yeah, it's probably not going to change your life, but it's it's more about just like wanting whole like unprocessed stuff you know and like table salt is super processed whereas like I guess sea salt is more natural I don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go back to the um the skin thing because actually I'm oh, reading okay. right now it says that salt particles are said to have 
an effect on your skin where they absorb bacteria and other impurities responsible for many skin conditions. Hmm. So I well, guess that's... Well, you do also do, like, whenever you do, like, a salt bath or, like, the Epsom salts. I didn't right. look into those either, which that would have oh, been good, yeah. too. Because that's what I, I use. Epsom salt, like, that's just what I use for my bath mm-hmm. now all the time. Yeah, I didn't look up the benefits of Epsom salt. But after doing this research, it's like... And just all of our other podcasts. I think it's really interesting because I do consume a lot of health and wellness content on the internet. And like people are always like table or like this salt is so much healthier. And then it's like, okay, now I think that salt's healthier, even though this random person like doesn't know anything, (laughs) didn't research. And it's like, and also it says like on the box of the salt lamp that the positive ions Ions. are da da da. And it's like, none of that is backed with science at all I wonder that how what what are the laws around like making claims yeah. that can't be backed up by research I don't know it's very interesting yeah it's yeah so I think that it's important and just like with doing our research it's like okay most most of the claims that we see are not true they're, and they're not backed by science or we don't know if they're true or yeah. not they're just there's not research yeah there's not research it. to back it up it so could I think, be true but yeah just taking things with a grain of salt. <laughs> and so does Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm just not like believing obviously everything I hear, like some random wellness person right. talk about. And and we listen to our placebo podcast because just because yes. it's not backed by research doesn't mean that like you thinking that something is going to work isn't going to actually help you because right. it, it might w- just help you, mm-hmm. you know, because you think it is going to. Totally. But yeah. anyways, so the I'm looking at something that's written about salt and respiratory system, which we were talking about earlier, like it's supposed to help with like asthma and, you know, respiratory issues. And I guess the reason for that is the same as why it's good for your skin is because the salt particles once inhaled are supposed to like absorb irritants, allergens, and Mm. toxins from the respiratory system. And it breaks up mucus and reduces inflammation. I do think that mucus thing, have you done the, um, that little neti pot? I'm afraid to do that. I just don't like the feeling of like water in my nose, but I know that like gargling, like if you have canker sores Mm -hmm. or a sore throat, you're supposed to, and like, even if you're, I remember like just even like gargling salt water, like For a sore mucus throat. like coming yeah. out from yeah. that. Gross. So just, <laughs> it works for me. And yeah, yeah, no, I did the, I had like a horrible, horrible sinus infection once and I was desperate. And so I got the neti pot and it did help, you know, clear up. Yeah. I mean, not like permanently, but like it relieved the yes. symptoms, you yeah. know. So yeah. To the salt lamp thing, because I think this is like, popular culture right now a lot of people have salt lamps I have a salt lamp I have multiple salt lamps and I actually love them but there's just no scientific research I think they're pretty I don't know that I feel yeah different necessarily I think that there are reasons that they can help improve your mood but I don't think they're the reasons that we they claim they are it's like they one of the main claims of salt, like Himalayan salt lamps, is that it has negative ions mm-hmm. and that somehow helps you. It says, what I saw is that, which I don't really understand the association here, but that negative ions cause your body to release serotonin, 
which is one of the, you know, chemicals that makes you feel happy. Indulge in a transformative experience that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Each yoga massage session begins with a five-minute deep breathing ritual or a unique themed meditation that helps ground you in the present moment. You'll let your worries float away as you're guided through a series of restorative stretches while a yoga massage therapist provides therapeutic massage and guided meditation. Throughout the session, you'll move into a place of tranquility and relaxation. Visit yomassage.com to learn more about how to find a class or how to become a yomassage practitioner. Two things on that. One is that there's no research whatsoever. There's been like, there's this association called the Salt Therapy Association that like did all these studies on salt lamps and found that they don't give off negative ions and that it's like basically impossible for them to and that there's no evidence that positive or negative ions have an impact on your mood or sleep. So it's really interesting. Well, that's, yeah, I was looking at the research. So basically like what I found was that there was one study in 2007, long time ago, that said people with COPD, which is like a lung disease, had fewer symptoms after halo therapy, which is like salt therapy. That was one study. And then in 2014, there was like a meta study done on like all of the studies. Mm-hmm. And it said that basically almost all of the studies are like seriously flawed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that there was another study in 2013 that said that halo therapy did not improve the outcome of lung function tests or quality of life in people with, I can't even pronounce this. Bronchitis? No, bronchiectitis. I don't know. Let's go with bronchitis. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just say bronchitis. (laughs) It's not. I know how to say bronchitis. (laughs) But anyways, and then another study basically said that almost all well I guess not another almost all research on halo therapy for depression or skin conditions is anecdotal Mm -hmm. so meaning it's just like people saying like this worked for me but there's no actual like scientific evidence behind it there was one study that in 2010 that set that exposed animals to salt lamps for 14 weeks and it said it improved their serotonin levels Hmm. but I don't know, like, how extensive that was. and the quality of the study. Because it's like, what other factors are in there? Did they control Mm -hmm. for those variables? Did they not? Like, what's going on? But there is one thing that I find is I just think it looks, it's, like, really relaxing. Like, if I don't have any other lights on, I just have our salt lamps on. Mm -hmm. It just feels really relaxing and, like, is mood enhancing. And, like, I don't really think that it's, like, purifying the air and giving me ions. It's just that, like that warm light color and just how pretty it looks. It just makes my space feel relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me feel relaxed and probably gives me good hormones from that. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, So does like salt therapy have any risks? I, I think it's, it actually, there are some studies that say that halo therapy actually 
for some people, constricts or irritates airways mm-hmm. in people with asthma. So is halo therapy, is that just being around like salt. the salt lamp or it's just any type of salt? salt? Okay. It's Yeah, it's like inhaling salt, I think is what, that's what I read. It okay. involves breathing in salty air. Yeah, and basically that like places that do this, do halo therapy, you know, aren't necessarily like trained in Mm. providing this therapy for people who have like health conditions where they're seeking relief from it. But like you said, if you just go to a spa and you're like, you don't have a health condition, you're trying Mm -hmm. to improve from it. It's just something you want to do because it makes you feel nice. Like you're saying like the ambiance and the beauty Mm -hmm. of it and like it, it helps you feel relaxed or whatever. I think that's different. Yeah. Like there's things called salt caves where it's like the Himalayan salt all around you like all the walls are made of it and the floor and it's just really really pretty and like looks relaxing and we have a lot of people who are doing yo massage sessions like in salt caves and I would love that like it's so beautiful and I'm sure it has benefits to it by just making you feel more relaxed and yeah maybe there are benefits to being in the salt we're just saying that there's like not really research to support that right yeah it's interesting because I've never really all I've seen for salt caves is like in spas but in reading some of the stuff on this it says that the dry method of halo therapy is usually done in a man-made salt cave that's free of humidity and the temperature is cool at about 68 degrees Fahrenheit Hmm. or lower and sessions last from 30 to 45 minutes so that's not at all like what I picture you know, oh, it has to be cold. It has to be cold. Because which, you don't want to be cold whenever you're getting no. a massage. <laughs> I think that's not <laughs> yeah. how huh. it is. And even like, remember we went to that spa uh-huh. in Las... Was that Las Vegas? I can't remember. We went to a like fancy spa and we went in a salt room. Oh, I think that was Dubai. No, the salt room? Oh, there was... I think it yes. was Las Vegas. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. we try yeah, we try to frequent spas when we <laughs> travel. So it wasn't that cold. That one was weird, and it wasn't it was pink. Weird. Was it? It wasn't. No, it was like green walls. Well, it had different lights, didn't it? Like, yeah, there were like I was it. expecting it to be like the Himalayan mm-hmm. salt and like the mood boosting. Like I don't know, I didn't feel good vibes in there. <laughs> I like I wanted like the pink Himalayan salt and the lamp. I don't know. <laughs> you have an association. Yeah, of, like, it has to be the pink, pink. lamp. <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember it being pink, or maybe it was like so light pink. It wasn't like the bright light. Yeah, I don't know, but. But the thing is, it's like, well, the temperature in there was not set cool, Didn't you know. I feel like, okay, I kind of remember this. Was it in the Venetian? Yeah. And like, I almost felt like I was going to like pass out in there. Really? Yeah, I felt really weird hmm. in the room. And wasn't there like a weird sound? Yes, there was a weird sound. And like, you were supposed to look up at the ceiling and it was like doing weird things. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really odd in that room. Like, I think I like had to leave early. So I was like, this is not. It was interesting, an interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I have for research. Do you have anything else that's of interest? No, I, yeah, like I said, like, I didn't really see any, like, amazing benefits. Yeah, I think it works for me, but that's just because it boosts my mood and Well, yeah, and also, I mean, like you said, it helps clear airways if you're Mm -hmm. congested. And I've seen it help my skin conditions. Mm -hmm. Well, like we said, I don't know if it's the salt water or the sun yeah. or 
dry air or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's not a whole lot of risk associated with it outside of if mm-hmm. you do have like a severe respiratory condition um, that you're like trying to help with it. Maybe mm-hmm. rely on research backed methods for that. Yeah. But otherwise, it's not like harmful. Th- right. In addition to the signature yo massage class, yo massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic yo massage. In an energetic yo massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional yo massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind-opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. And if you're interested in discovering more about Yomassage or taking a Yomassage or Mindful Touch class, visit us at yomassage.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.